Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So welcome to our Empowering Podcast for SVP, and I'm delighted to welcome Laura Dowling. Now, Laura Dowling needs no introduction to all of you. She's a fabulous pharmacist, but Laura trained in my own alma mater, Trinity College, as a pharmacist, and she's worked there for 20 years. But in addition to that, she was always very interested in empowering people, in particular women. I met Laura through Bio Wellness, and she's an amazing ambassador on stage, an amazing teacher. And I was just blown away with her. And then she spoke recently at a conference for me in the concert hall in Limerick, where we were doing an empowerment conference. And she was just absolutely incredible. Uh, Everyone there was just in awe after her. Um, And she has a huge Instagram platform. And when I see the videos that you do, Laura, I'm thinking, how does she do all of it? She's an entrepreneur as well. You've set up your own business called Fabu Wellness. And we're going to talk all about that. But let's start at the very beginning, if you don't mind, Laura, because you're a wonderful mentor to women. When does it all begin? Tell us about your journey. Okay. Well, uh, thank you very much, Mary. That was some introduction. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm oh, quite very true, though. <laughs> uh, so I, I suppose I, I come from an empowered woman. My mom was very empowering. And my mom is from the north. And she is from, she grew up in Larne in, in, in a family where there was 10 kids. She was um, in Larne, which is, is a very, very much a, um, a Protestant uh, town. And her family was the one of the only Catholic families on the street. Okay. So she and yeah, so she um, she grew up in, in, in a large family. There was wasn't very much money. Um, my my granddad died when she was 16 and he left behind. Um, she was one of the middle children. So he left behind much younger children when he died. And my mum really took after the care of them, along with her mother, who was a nurse's aide. So my mum always would have loved to have done medicine, but she had to go out and work and earn money. So she became a nurse and um, to earn money for the to help her mum. And, you know, she 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 had sisters as well. So there's five boys and five girls and all her sisters were, were were hardworking women. Um, the the boys were, were were grand, but it was the women that kept the family going. You know, yes, um, yes. and and she met my dad, and then they they moved down to Dublin anyway because um, in and around the time of the the troubles were kind of going on, and around the time when they met and got married, and they got married, and dad was already working down here in Dublin, so uh, mum followed him down, and they got married, and then they had me in 1980. So um, yeah. I, I think you're yeah, the oldest, aren't you, Laura? I'm yeah. the eldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the eldest of four so uh, there's four of us there's myself and then I have two brothers and a younger sister as well and um, my brother's a doctor my sister's a pharmacist and my my other brother is my youngest brother is a pilot so um yes so mum was very much about education as in education is the way forward the way you can you know best better yourself Mm -hmm. um and was always very encouraging not pushy but always the type of mum that was like oh um how did you do in your test and 
if I had to go home and write an essay, she'd be full of ideas and how to write it. And she'd be always very enthusiastic about my work and always wanting to to look at my exams and, and how I did and how I didn't do it. And, and we weren't ever compared to each other as kids. And we were always yeah, kind just of encouraged. I suppose we were all. Yeah, we were always encouraged for our strengths. So say I probably would have been the, the nerdy academic one. My sister was very good at football and soccer. My brother was also quite academic, but we would have been, she would have encouraged us for our own talents and never been compared to each other. So we, we were brought up very loving each other very much. And yeah. as a result, wonderful relationships with each other now as adults. Great, great. Yeah, so as a, she was a nurse and I suppose she got me interested in healthcare. Um, she was a midwife in in a number of the maternity hospitals, and then she also worked in St Pat's, which was the the older um, yes. the older mother and baby home. Yes, yeah. Where um, she would have delivered babies, and um, she, yeah. So she, I think she got me and my brother and, and sister subsequently in, into the whole healthcare realm. I always wanted to do something in the line of healthcare, but I was very matsy, very sciencey, very into chemistry. And I, it was either medicine or, or uh, pharmacy. And I just, I thought, goodness, I'd seen, you know, I, I saw what, what a, a medical career looks like in terms of the longevity and how long you have to study for yes. and keep going, yeah. keep going. And also I wasn't too fond of blood and guts. Mm-hmm. Um, although I am very, I am very into Dr. Pimple Popper's pimple popping, a bit funny like that. And so I thought, look, you know, I'm into healthcare. I love science. I'd like to do pharmacy. So I, I studied really, really hard in fifth and sixth year. You know, I wouldn't ever say that, oh, it just dropped from the from the skies. Absolutely not. I really studied hard. But everyone has to study. I mean, no matter what you have to study. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So um, got into pharmacy and um, met my now husband. Well, actually, I'd known him for a few years, but I invited him to the Debs. We'd never we'd never got together, but I invited him to the Debs and so I started pharmacy and started going out with him. Was it instant love? Was it instant love, Laura? It was absolutely head over heels instant love. And okay. I, as a result, <laughs> as a result of my continuous swatting for fifth and sixth year, and actually, if I was to admit it, I, I, I you know, I, I did work hard in school the whole time, even Good though I was a bit of a joker. I kind of got away with a bit of being a bit of a joker. Um, so fell head over heels, and as a result, went a little bit wild in first year in college. So I, I did quite normal actually with people that are studying. Fairness, you know, you have to let loose at some stage, Laura. Yeah, well, first year was my was my year to do that to the point that I thought I was so intelligent I didn't have to attend any lectures, and um, I didn't. And as a result, I got an F one, an F two, and an F three in <laughs> pharmaceutics, physiology, and physics, and. That was a rude awakening, you know, so I ended up having an awful summer. My poor parents were distraught. I'd gone from a student to this person that they thought was, you know, uh, going off the rails completely. I was threatening to drop out of pharmacy and everything, you know, just I just think I just, uh, you know, because pharmacy is nine to six Monday to Friday lectures and labs. It's an intense academic course or it was back then. Anyway, yes. yes, Yeah, I think I just went. Yeah. Anyway, I got the repeats, had the worst summer of my life, got the repeats. And and that's it. Then I I, I got through college and and sorted after that. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ever, ever failed another exam again. I was too scared. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have to let loose sometimes, Laura. So that was excellent. So then you loved pharmacy because you're a people's person and you've great communication skills, Laura. Very much. I did mm-hmm. love pharmacy and I loved going out and talking to people. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a disp- I'm I, I didn't like the dispensary, as in I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, the dispensing the drugs. Some pharmacists are brilliant at that and they, you mm-hmm. know, 
Um, but I much prefer talking to patients, love talking to doctors. Um, yeah, so I did that for a good 20 years. And the thing about pharmacy, though, is, is it it's very much you get to a certain level and it's very hard to get go much further. Yes, you know, yes. you can do all the continuing professional development that you want and all the degrees, of, you know, extra masters and yeah. stuff. If you're staying within community pharmacy, you basically become a supervising pharmacist. And then that's really it, unless you want to go into managing a region if you're in a big company or that so mm-hmm. I, and I was always into tinkering around with formulations and and you know um I suppose mixing things together I I, I was always the last out of the pharmacognosy lab I always massively into herbal medicine and mm-hmm. the benefits of of that in conjunction with um contemporary medicine and and fantastic which is good that a pharmacist is is because we need to make sure that that's safe too you know and a lot of patients like that so i think that's terrific laura yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and obviously medicine is is you know the first and foremost Mm -hmm. people love something a little bit complimentary even um even acupuncture is so People get an awful lot of, of um, get an awful lot of uh, pain relief from acupuncture when they do it, or y- okay. you know those kind of complementary therapies can really help people. So I've always been into that side, and also from listening to people coming into the pharmacy all the time, they're always always had the questions, always the same mm-hmm. kinds of questions, and mm-hmm. um, and that's actually why I went on Instagram in the first instance because I just thought you know I'm getting all these questions constantly from people I'm getting all these pictures from my friends of their babies rashes and Mm -hmm. you you know I I thought I just put it out there on a a really unbiased way on 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 social and that's kind of that's how my Instagram kind of took off and it actually really took off over COVID because I um was posting an awful lot about what the government were saying but I was trying to make it more simple to understand because no one knew what to do they didn't know know how to isolate or how exactly. long to isolate for and it was always the, the things were changing all the time so that's when my numbers started kind of growing yeah you so did some great work on COVID and pregnancy and all that you did terrific oh, yeah. work on that that was excellent yeah but you. what you haven't told us that you're also very creative Laura because <laughs> when I see the open your Instagram and I see you going off on an eagle's back and there was another <laughs> when you're coming down skiing and Oh, I mean, honestly, you're just, it's incredible. I'm there thinking, where did she get all these ideas? Where did she get the time to do it? It's, you just make us all feel so inadequate when we look oh, at Oh, I them. hope I don't. I, do you know no, I, I hope, hope I that, but it's just, it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, very, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, actually, do you know what? I always loved acting and dancing, okay? Yeah. And, you know, in actual fact, when I was preparing for my French oral for the, the Leaving Cert, my whole oral was was um, based around the fact that uh, I wanted to be an actress right. um, and, I, and I and I did love acting and I always went for the, all the parts and the plays in school and I also did like extra you know dancing outside of school and I did plays with Belvedere College the operas with them so yeah. I was always into acting so I think I've actually found my I've actually found my calling so it's a mixture good. of medicine and okay. acting and acting good girl good girl so so the Instagram also though you love education Laura you're big into education I mean I, I told you I've met patients that have, went to you as a pharmacist and just were you know saying how wonderful you were as explaining things so I've told you that so so you know you do have that teaching quality in you and it's it's you know it's something that you love so I suppose the Instagram allows you to do that doesn't it and then yeah. of course you do the you do, do the bio lectures as well you say yeah so, no absolutely know. I I do love imparting that knowledge to people because I you know from seeing I suppose I was in the pharmacy for the before I left I was in the one pharmacy for 17 years so mm-hmm. I knew my patients like the back of my hand I would 
go out the door because we didn't even have a toilet on the premises. I go out the door to use the bathroom. I come back in and if they were standing at the counter, I'd know who they were from the back of them. You know, that's how uh, yeah. intimate a relationship I had with them. Yes. So yeah. I, I um I w- was very, I'm very, I kind of understand that what people need to know about say medicines uh-huh. or illnesses and that. And I suppose a little bit like a general practitioner, I would have a lot of kind of basic, uh, yeah, I'd have a lot of knowledge right. about general healthcare and well-being and all kinds of different things obviously not in depth of mm. you know like a, you know a, an in-depth knowledge of endocrinology like you would have but mm. I would have a fair idea about you know hyperthyroidism and yeah. hypothyroid yeah. you know yeah. so all that yeah. so, okay. so and I know the level of information that the general public appreciate and, and, and need so yeah, yeah I love yeah. kind of giving yeah. that advice and and I've I've realized from the Instagram that people just want that knowledge because there's so much misinformation out there and then kind of a little bit of information mixed with a little bit of misinformation so people don't really know where to get it from so Mm. I like to be I like to just give it to them and if they if they like it they like it and sure they can just discard it if they don't want to and how do you manage the time Laura because in addition to that you're the mother of of children you're also uh you've got it you've set up your own company um you know so how do you manage the time to do it so, um, yeah, I think sometimes I don't do what I don't practice what I preach and I probably don't rest enough or get enough sleep. I, I'm a big fan of napping. So I will um, nap during the day when I can at the weekend to kind of catch up on sleep that I may have lost out on. Um, and I look, I try and, and keep it all going, but I, I, I don't do it all by myself. Like I, I have from the get go since I had my three boys, I've always been my boys are going to help me around the house I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna raise three sons that don't know how to pick up after themselves and don't know how to cook and clean because I could drop dead tomorrow and then sure what would they all do they'd be you know they'd starve and they'd all be going around in dirty clothes so they from the age of two they've been taught to empty a dishwasher they know how to clean a kitchen they know how to clean a toilet they know how to you know clean their bedrooms they know how to put on a plate of pasta for themselves so I've always been very encouraging and you know um not I'm not afraid of teaching them how to do things that other people might find a little bit scary like learning to chop with a knife at a young age and they're young still aren't they Laura your children yeah well they're what they're 14 11 they're 14 11 and 9 Um, yeah so they're still very young they Mm. are still young but they wouldn't starve if I if they wouldn't starve if I was run over by a bus tomorrow and that's you know what that's terrific (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, good good strong mother's genes in you well done <laughs> well, do you know what I think it's important because I also yes. think that if they are to go out into the world and be a nice partner to whomever oh. they decide to be a partner oh, with I want them to be the most supportive partner they can be and you know then their their daughter-in-law might come and visit me okay my daughter-in-law might come and visit me occasionally <laughs> with the grandkids you know instead of avoiding me <laughs> <laughs> good girl so Laura you were 20 years in in pharmacy but during that time you decided because because of your love of of formulations that you would set up as an entrepreneur and have your own business which took a lot of um of you know what the courage to do that Laura and huge vision so I mean that you know that that was fantastic but what made you sort of you loved it but what made you take the next step to actually think god I could make a go with it well I'll tell you now I failed the first time I attempted to do this Mm-hmm. The reason being is I had three very small babies. I think I may have still been breastfeeding my my youngest at the time. I'd just kind of gone back to work and I really had this idea that I wanted to make really good formulations for specific needs for people and not put not throw everything into it, not have, you know, 45 million ingredients that people were peeing out half of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then also that people could understand what they were taking and why they were taking it. Um, so really specific. And, you know, I had all the knowledge in, you know, anyway. And then I, I thought about doing a bit of re some research and development with it. So this all kind of happened over a period of a few years in the, you know, in the in the two, I suppose, from about 2011 onwards. Okay. And then in in about 2017, I did attempt to, to get a manufacturer on board to help me out with uh, my formulations and that. And I did a lot of work on it. I did like the Super Value Food Academy as well as working full time in the shop. I remember like leaving the boys one Sunday and my little boy was like, you know, hands up to me, mommy, mommy. And I was like, oh, God, I have to go out because I had to go and meet a graphic designer about my brand. But anyway, to cut a long story short, a, a year of really hard grafting, trying to find manufacturers and trying to do it all. I um I failed at the final hurdle because actually it didn't make financial sense to mm -hmm. to do it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we got the Excel spreadsheet and it was just it was going to be just not possible to do it. So I said, oh, God, you know, is this it then? Am I not going to be able to do it? But I learned a lot on that journey. And, you know, this was back at the time. Back at that time, I thought if you phoned up someone that you didn't really know very well and you wanted to get a bit of a business advice that you had to pay them for their time yes yes I yes. didn't realize people are happy to meet you for coffee and happy to impart their pearls yeah. of wisdom and happy yeah. to you know find out what you're you know what you what you want from life and what 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 you could possibly help each other with and that's business isn't it that's yes it's networking know, everyone, and 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 mutual I suppose helping each other out which is right. great so so I learned a lot in that time and I learned a lot from that time about how to go about doing something correctly mm -hmm. so then during COVID you know with COVID I think COVID really burnt a lot of us healthcare workers out I yeah, certainly I certainly will say you know and, and not not happily so I didn't really enjoy mm -hmm. working during COVID in it was very very stressful for everyone yeah. it was and I think in the pharmacy we were sometimes the only point of contact that people could have because they couldn't get into GP surgeries and that and people were very scared and upset and worried and and then also my patient care I really felt fell fell because we didn't see our patients so we were delivering yes. drugs to them we couldn't see them you know there yes. was old people that would have come into us every day yes. just to say hello we would have been their only point of contact and we didn't see them then they were so I yes. didn't have that and I get energy from people and that's yes. why I love to meet people in real life I love to do live talks and lectures you yeah. know zoom's fine but I, I feed off ener the energy in the room really so um yeah I find I find COVID difficult and then I was like look I'm 40 I was what last year I was 41 42 I said look I'm if I don't do this now I, I, I won't have the confidence I don't think to do it when I'm 50 yeah. not that I'm saying that you can't change your life around at 50 but I said oh. I'm gonna just take the plunge and I'm gonna do it and I did with the support of my my other half and my kids they've heard nothing but fabu all year for two three years they they talk about it non-stop it's funny in the podcast studio they go up now and they go into the podcast studio and uh, sit down in the chairs and they go so are we talking about menopause or vulvas today you know the boys are very empowered oh, women's bodies as well they're gassed yes but, yeah um, yeah so I, I I did it and I so I, I left work in April of 2022 and then um launched in May and yeah it's been it's been a it's been it's been like a train I feel I'm on a train now and I can't get off it so it's been very busy like it's, it's going very well for you Laura isn't it I mean it's it's yeah. really going very well. I mean you're you're in all the pharmacies in Ireland I think aren't you I mean I'm in a lot I'm in a lot of them I'm in 
I think I'm in a, a good amount of them. I'm in about half of them now at this stage. I have That's they, they're increasing every week, and I'm in and I'm in health food shops too, which is which is which is a good feat for a pharmacist. <laughs> good girl, well done. Well, as I said, we need to. It's good. I think that's very very good because people were coming in taking things, and it's very important that a pharmacist is advising about what's safe and what's not. So I actually think that's a good thing. Yeah, and interestingly enough, so the my the, the product that's really you know. Out, out there on its own is the or and or relax people love it because it helps with stress and and it helps them to yeah. uh, to sleep. calm them during the day and then it also helps with sleep and the reason it was it was it and the, and the or and or and the menopause were kind of they were uh, together in the formulation at one in one period in my in at time I, was, I i saw this menopause train coming you know a few years ago yeah, and all these yeah. women coming in looking for 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 help with the menopause and initially, my idea was to design a menopause product. And actually, I'll show you, Mary, my old prototype. It's actually funny when you see it. It's for menopause, but it had all those other ingredients in it. But yeah. what I decided was, is if I was to, you know, if I was to launch with a menopause supplement, it, it, I thought it's a little bit niche. And then, you know, everyone wants to, something to relax. And that's yeah. the feedback that I got from people in the pharmacy all the time. They're always coming in looking for something to help them relax that wasn't necessarily pharmacological and I was always sending them around to the health food store with a list as long as my arm because there was nothing in pharmacy that could do yeah, it because, you know yeah. were, you know we, we didn't really sell that many herbal remedies and things like that so that's how that you know that's how the initial idea really came and I said look Jesus why am I sending people around to the pharmacy when I know I can around to the health food shop when I know I can make this product myself I just have to you know Jeez. I just have to raise my kids and, and and do everything else in the background but yeah so that's how it kind of came about and how did you come with the the name I love the name yeah or and or so that's like rest and relaxation no but the fabulous the fabulous oh, Fabi, Fabi yeah, Fabi, yeah. So, yeah so I just do you know what it's it's a so from the outset obviously my my instagram i'm known from my instagram so it's fabulous pharmacist but the reason i put fabulous in there is because everyone is fabulous i think or has the potential yeah. to be or they don't maybe believe it in themselves but they certainly yeah. can be so i wanted to link the fab you as in fab you you are fabulous you know um to it and then wellness kind of is the umbrella brand so it can be anything it can be nutritional supplements or you know anything to do with health and wellness so that's how I came up with it <laughs> amazing and Laura what do you plan to where do you plan to take this I mean are you you obviously want to go to all pharmacists where are you gonna where, where's your plan to goodness well I'd love to um expand out of Ireland definitely yeah, um, yeah. but you know and uh, but it's been it's been it's been I suppose you know in one sense relatively easy in, in in Ireland because I I had the Instagram platform and I thought I was only going to sell online I didn't think the pharmacies and health food stores would be interested in it but you know two days after I launched I was getting messages from pharmacies saying can I stop this can I stop this so that happened really quickly I didn't have any customer leaflets I'd no you know I'd nothing done up for the pharmacies I'd nothing done up to be put in a catalogue but I, I found a distributor and, and and we went for it and we were in the pharmacies and healthy stops with it within a couple of months um, wow. so but I think that was because within the pharmacy world like the pharmacy world is quite tight so I suppose yes. in the pharmacy world I'm probably known enough you know um, but I, I'd say trying to launch into other markets will be significantly more difficult so <laughs> I'll need, oh, I I'll, need uh, I'll need uh, thick skin for that but 
well, RSVP is uh, this website goes to the UK as well. So hopefully we'll be helping you with that, Laura. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we can do a so giveaway. We can do a giveaway for your listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and Laura, the, the thing is that is it like are you going to take on a big staff or do you think you'll be able to do it, you know, with, with the distributor or do you can do you think well, you'll have to eventually? No, I I like so I already have um two employees because I need help. And you know, you did say to me that you, you open up my Instagram and you see these videos that I've done but I don't have the time to edit them all myself so I have someone doing that for me with oh, me. I've, I've you know I've two full-time employees and I and I do need more and actually interestingly enough Mary I thought I needed to hire a sales rep to go around the pharmacies and health food shops because I did find when I popped into them they may not have understood what my products were because they have mushrooms in them and you know we don't know about mushrooms over here we're a bit mycophobic everyone thinks yes. oh, mushrooms fungi horrible yeah. but um so I thought god they really need training so the the only way I thought I could do that was to hire a sales rep but in actual fact zoom trainings really help and they are have taken them in their stride and so I send out an email every week to people and they um they log into a zoom meeting I just did one yesterday we had about 10 or 12 pharmacies and health food stores on and a number of um employees from each so that's a really easy way and a great way to reach the staff in these places and to teach them about my products so Fantastic. Um, and it's your branding as well. You know, where yeah. rather than meeting, it's it's you're passionate about it. So it's really yeah, getting and I can across, answer the yeah. questions and I can answer because everyone wants to know, can I take this because I'm on Ultroxin? Can I take this because I'm on blood pressure tablets? And I can answer those questions. Whereas I suppose, uh, you know, and someone that isn't hasn't made it doesn't Absolutely. have the depth knowledge of medicines that I do don't, can't. So, yeah. So, look. I, I do need to employ people probably sooner rather than later. I'm I'm already very busy, too busy trying to do everything. But it's about, I suppose, job specs for people. It's difficult when you, I just need a mini me. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. But Laura, it took great courage to actually leave your stable job of pharmacy, didn't it? It took great oh, courage yeah. to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a, did and you a fret about that? I did, I did. And I thought, Will I go half time or will I just go a few couple of days a week? Um, because it's a bit scary. Yes. And then I and then I was like, I, I can't, I need to go into this 100 million percent. Cause you can't do something like this and not be absolutely a hundred percent involved in it. So oh, yes, that's yeah, yeah. Happened. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. That and I say your your is your mother still alive, Laura? She is. Oh, is she? she is. And, and she helps friends. me out. Do you know what? My mum had the list of pharmacies from the wholesaler and she's phoned up every single one of them. I think she's done about 500 phone calls now and asked them for their email address and told them that I'd be sending them an email uh, for the Zooms training. So she is helping me out in the background. Well, and do you know what she did tonight? Because I was working all day. I was doing some videoing about menopause um, for a company that I'm working with. And I also did um, a corporate talk. So I was on my feet all day and um, my mum made me a fish pie for the kids because she knows how oh, oh, just a wonderful mother just she a wonderful mother she lives up the road and I don't know what I do without her and my dad they're just wonderful so yeah when, but they must be so proud someone, as well Laura they're so proud of what you've achieved they, they are yeah proud. they are they, they, they probably my, my dad probably thinks I'm a bit wacky you know I don't think he'd listen <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the things I talk about is like Laura what <laughs> But, well, I think I think Laura, even your mother was. So, I mean, the talks are fantastic, but you you do broaden the mind, which is good, you know. I, I know, I know, I know. Brilliant. It's not for the faint-hearted, but you know what? As well, Mary, and I and I think there is a little bit of the shock factor to them, but I think that it's so important that we talk oh, about women's bodies so. in a really frank way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we are very we are coming away from the kind of the shame 
that I suppose women would have felt years ago. But, you know, there's still that embedded um, idea that women's health or bodies aren't really as important or they're a little bit down the pecking order. So that's that's what I love to bring to my my talks, to empower women to love themselves more and to look after themselves more. And if that means that they need to take a mirror to look down at their vulva to make sure that they know everything looks okay, so they know what it looks like when it's not looking okay, so they know Mm. when to go to the doctor, I just think that that's important. So that's why I I do those I thought your Instagram last week of of all the pictures of vulvas was just amazing. (laughs) And, And you know what was lovely about it, Laura, was that, like you said, we were all brought up to be, you know, quite prim and proper. But you talking, us women, but you talking about it in that fashion is so right, because men can talk about their... Uh, you know penis in such an easy way because it was you know it was out there but you by doing that and and as you said shocking but the more you hear it the less shocking it is and therefore you're changing the narrative and I think that's absolutely fantastic I really do you know I really thought that was amazing but you spoke at at my empowerment conference in the University of Limerick there uh, last year the end of last year and you, you did an incredible thing because you had there was what 500 people at it but they all said to me that they you had their you know you spoke for a good 25 30 minutes but they said that they were totally tuned in because you started and you said I'm going to talk about a b c d and orgasms so they all <laughs> listened to a tune so that they wouldn't miss the the, the really the, the orgasms bit the and you bit. just yeah the easy bit so it was very clever Laura because you had them in the palm of hand for the entire time because they were waiting for the juicy bit so well that done is, it, it's a <laughs> It's a, it's called the hook, Mary. It's called the hook. You have to hook That's them it. in. You have to hook them in. By God, you <laughs> and, did. And, and we all know, we all know, sex sells. So, um, yes, <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, so look, yes. and and I and I try to do it in an informative and an educative way. And and actually, I I was speaking to a group of incontinence nurses there last week, and I, you know, I was like, how can I relate it now to? How can I make this interesting for incontinence nurses? And mm-hmm. It's so funny. There's a few men in the audience and sure they were laughing the loudest. And one of them came up to me afterwards and said, you know, I just I didn't realize what my poor wife has been putting up with for years. And thank you so much. You know, so it's lovely to bring a bit of humor to the to the real yes. seriousness, too. Um, exactly. Fabulous. Really fabulous. So, Laura, the bio wellness, obviously, you loved doing that as well. You did a lot of, um, you know, talks around the country with with bio, and that was all about empowering women as well. And you know, yeah. you really did, did, did that sort of start it all for you in terms of along with Instagram. That sort of you you were able to see what worked and what didn't work. Yeah, well, with I was, audiences. Yeah, well, prior to those, I had done a few of those talks. Um, yeah around the country but not as frequently as I am now so yeah. I was I was talking to more pharma and pharmaceutical reps and uh yeah so when when Bio asked me to to do the talk and they said oh just talk about anything healthcare related and you know I was driving down to the first talk in Athlone and I said what am I going to talk about how am I going to make this engaging because I really want people to listen and um I and I just had the idea I'm going to talk about orgasms I'm going to base how people can look after themselves and I'm going to base it around the orgasm because I think that that will pique their interest and I think um <laughs> when I went on stage you know the girls didn't know what I was going to talk about and I think when I went on stage the mouths just dropped open <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they asked me back, so I mustn't have done too bad a job. No, no, they love it. No, no, because you, you're talking, you know, what you're telling everyone is actually what needs to be spoken about, except it was always whispered before. Whereas it's yeah. only right that it's brought out in the open. I think it's a very healthy thing. And it's actually very empowering. And it's all happening at the, you know, I think this uh, Me Too and you talking like this and the menopause, it's all happening just at the right time, just to bring women, you know, to where they should be always, which was equal, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there's a lot of companies now getting involved. So I'm doing a lot of corporate speaking at the minute for um, some companies as well. Um, and certainly around International Women's Day, they're kind of they're, they're jumping on that, too, which is great. And, you know, it's great to see companies embrace this. And, you know, I have had a couple of. So you're talking about this. menopause or what are you talking about, Laura? I'm talking about healthcare in general for women. So Brilliant. empowering women. So, so the my, you know, the the actual. The actual headline talk is generally empowering women to love their bodies. So that would be it. Um, And I can I can tailor it to menopause or I can tailor it to general health. But, you know, generally it's in and around this. It's it's all the same tone, Mary. It's all about why. Why can't we talk about this? Women should be able to talk about their bodies in a really natural way, the way men do. And if there's issues, then they can address them. You know, and I think what really stood out to me was when I was practicing as a as a pharmacist in community, I had had a number of um, ladies that would have come in. They would have been in their late 60s, early 70s, and they would have had, had uh, you know, genital urinary syndrome, the menopause. So they would have had chronic UTIs on a constant basis and really irritated vulvas and vaginas. And one of them came in to me and she said, I've, I'm really sore down there. And, and I took her into the care room and I took a little look and she was, it was very, it was macerated. It was just, you know, in, a, in an appalling condition. And she had been suffering like that for years. And I said to that lady, I said, you need to go to your doctor and your doctor needs to prescribe you, you know, an estrogen cream, definitely, but he needs to, he needs to look at it. And she said, you know, what she said to me, and this is a woman who had given birth to five Irish citizens and, and raised them and, you know, done whatever she had done for Ireland why my my doctor wouldn't want to see my 70 year old vagina and I said that is absolutely not I said first of all it's your vulva get the anatomy name right and I said I said your doctor absolutely does want to see that that's what their job is go and get looked at and she came back to me with the prescription and within a few weeks she was feeling much better but unnecessary suffering and Mary you've seen it too where women just put, put up with feeling not a hundred percent because they're told that you know you know mm-hmm. so what that's what should be done so that's really I, I I give those little stories in in my talks too so it's really the women that I've been dealing with all my life in the pharmacy that have okay. um that have uh, I suppose formed the basis of this to- these talks because I've yeah. been talking to them you know for twenty years and listening to their stories. And that's why I made the products that I made. And that's why I'm doing the talks that I'm doing. And I suppose it's all kind of mixed in one big part, isn't it? Fantastic. And tell us about the podcast, because uh, you're doing the podcast as well. Or how do you do that? I mean, you know, I'm doing these podcasts, nothing to the volume that you're doing. You're doing podcasts as well and you have your own channel, don't you? Yeah. So I'm 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 trying. So my aim is so, you know, I'm not not for the faint hearted, Mary. My aim is to do 52 podcasts. So put out one podcast a week for 52 weeks so I wow. started in August and I've managed to get this far I think we're halfway through now but yeah so I just love talking to interesting people about their life story mm-hmm. so we'll have to get you on at some stage <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I just as I said love talking to interesting people who have 
interesting ideas about life and um, have interesting life stories and you know they can talk about their career they can talk about their their family life or they can talk about just their insights so yeah I'll, I'll talk to people who are and you do the recording yourself Laura don't you you just yeah so I, I I built we built our own studio and we we have it so it means that I was always very um I, I was all I knew that if I was going to be if I was going to be doing podcasts with interesting people and busy people, I had to work my time around them because, you know, and mm. you're working with a studio time. It can be difficult. Um, you, there may only be certain slots in the day. People may have to cancel at the last minute. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, when I when when people are coming onto my podcast, I say I will do whatever time you want. Like I've done podcasts with people at midnight and I've done podcasts yeah. with people at seven in the morning. And yes. that's the beauty of having your own podcast. Absolutely. So that, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah, Good but I love Lord to do God. them. I love to do them in person. Okay, and you obviously are much more IT than I am because you're your own channel as well, Laura. Well, um, I, I, I just put it out. It's not that hard, Mary. I just put it out in Budsprite, and it, it just go, goes everywhere. <laughs> you're going to have to give me a course, Laura. I'm afraid. I absolutely she will. Is brilliant, but without Shane, I wouldn't be able to manage. So I'd, be, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> well, Mary, even up in your plate now. In fairness, you're running a full time clinic, and you know. But I do my podcast, but I don't edit them. I send I send them off for someone else to do that. And, yes, you know, there's only so much time you can you can get done in a day. And just like, you know, I I said my my mum cooked a fish pie for me tonight you know you can't do everything and I think women do try and do everything and I would hope that I don't give off the impression that I can do everything because I absolutely can't and I'm sure sometimes some days I'm a terrible mother and I'm you don't have the time for my kids and you know no no no. I I I love your honesty Laura even (laughs) when you go off for a um, you know a run and then you come back and you know you're very honest (laughs) <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. You know, you're very honest. You don't hide the way, you, you know, it's it's very as you are. So I think that's what people love about you, as well as the fact that you're educated. But I, I do love the way, I mean, you do. I remember once you did one in the car when you're waiting for the boys and you put oh, on yeah. the, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> and to watch them. Yeah, and then coming back and playing with it with the, when you're watching the air hostess giving the talk and you put on the glasses, you know, it's just very <laughs> funny. So, yeah, the entertainment value is huge as well as the education oh, value. Oh, good. Really I like know. it. Really I like know. it. But Laura, no, you're you're fantastic. I'm very um uh, very proud of the way you're empowering women. Uh, I really love the entrepreneur as well, and I think you're a terrific mentor for women. You know, really, really oh, are. And, and I love the fact that you're you know you're changing the narrative as well, and that you're not afraid to do that, and you're mentoring women in a hugely positive way. I think that's fantastic. And then add to that the podcast channel as well. It's just it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, Laura. It really is. Thanks, Mary. But you know what? I will admit, like, sometimes I do feel nervous. Sometimes, you know, I know I should say something and I do say it. But like before I press the send or before I put it out, I go, oh, you know, some some this is going to get me in trouble. But I do it anyway. So it's kind of like feel the fear and do it anyway as well. And I think that, you know, I would I would say to anyone out there who wants to do something different, there is enough room at the table for absolutely everyone. And you don't have to elbow people out of the way to find your own little place. Totally. 
And I'd say loads of pharmacists are loving what you and Uno Hagen are doing in the sense that you're, you've really pushed up the bar. As you said, you, there wasn't, you know, apart from you couldn't really, but you've sort of opened it up now into the fact that you can do what you like and having the pharmacy as the background is so advantageous, but you're really opening it up and you have allowed people to look at pharmacy in a, diff a very different way, in a very positive way. I think it's fantastic, Laura. Yeah, I ho I hope so because I suppose even when I launched the Instagram, I and I do have there's a funny side to my personality, you know, a bit a bit quirky, I suppose. So I I did sometimes wonder, goodness, you know, how will my peers perceive me? Because it's important to you. But yeah, generally, of course. The, if anyone doesn't like me, they're certainly not saying it to me anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm sure there's people out there that look at some of the things that I do and they're like, oh my goodness. But I think I've always tried to err on the side off. I am a professional pharmacist and in some ways I'm representing other pharmacists. Absolutely. I would okay. never like any other pharmacist to think that I'm not representing them in a positive light and in the educated light that they should be, you know, mm -hmm. um, I suppose, um, what am I trying to highlight it in? So, yeah, so pharmacists can give an awful lot of information about healthcare and and help an awful lot of people and are very much a very accessible point of contact uh, for people in the community and certainly I think even during COVID, it was realised just how important pharmacists are and what a key role they play in society. So, and I think there was a lack of uh, professional people like pharmacists and doctors coming out in the public, you know, talking about things uh, that, you know, that they were well capable of. And then it was allowing a sort of, a, you know, other people to come on, maybe they weren't as, as, as educated. So I think it was very important that pharmacists came out and explained about herbal products, all, the, all you did, because as you said, you know all the interactions, Laura. So I, I, yeah. I think there was a void there that needed to be filled and you filled it. Oh, well. I think it's essential. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, very I much. Thank you very much. Not at all. Well, Laura, I'm hugely proud of you. You're a fantastic girl. I know you're mad busy, but I, I'm delighted that you joined us on this empowering podcast. I think you're a fantastic mentor. Uh, you know, I'm delighted with the that you're doing so well with Fabi Wellness. I'm also thrilled that you're doing your podcast, but also that you're going out to your corporate talks. And I know that you're going to go on and on from here. So I, I just, I, yeah, and I'm always right. <laughs> well, Mary, thank you so much. And I look so forward to seeing you at your book launch. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to that as well, Laura. And we'll have a good catch up. And uh, I can't wait. I can't. And I'll wait. show you. I'll show you how to ski in a bikini. Okay. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> you must show me all those. You'll have to give me a tutorial. <laughs> I will indeed. Thank you so much, Mary. For thank having you, me. Laura. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.